The Spirit's gifts are given for the common good. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning. Today we're continuing on in Paul's teaching on the spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Today we're looking at verses 7 through 11. And right out of the gate, Paul expresses um, what he understands to be God's purpose uh, in sending the Spirit to um, empower every believer with gifts and graces for ministry. And Paul says that the spiritual gifts that we are empowered with are given for the common good. And that means um, gifts are not to be selfishly hoarded and used for one's own advancement, one's own benefit and blessing, uh, but that from the outset, the spiritual gifts are to be used uh, in an other-centered way. In other words, in a way that would bless others and benefit others. And that's how they serve the common good, the common good within the body, and then the common good um, as it relates to the purpose of the kingdom of God, which is to reach as many people with the message of the gospel before Jesus comes back. And that's the goal of every generation of believers. Um, we don't know when Jesus' return will be exactly, uh, and so we live ready, and we uh, witness each day as if the Lord could return today, and we make the most of every opportunity uh, to share the gospel with others, both to live it uh, and to uh, have the courage to share the message of the gospel with people as we get those promptings from the Holy Spirit. So today we're moving on, and we're going to be looking at verses 7 through 11. And before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word once again. We pray that you would help to uh, zero us in on your Spirit's presence as we uh, read and study today. Tune our ears to the sound of your voice that we might hear from heaven, that we might be focused on you and you only, Jesus, in these moments. And we give you thanks in your name. Amen. All right, this is what Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. Now, to each one, the manifestations of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between Spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one as He determines. So if we start in verse 11, uh, we get the overarching scope of the Spirit's uh, work in distributing the gifts. Paul says, every working of the Spirit belongs to only the Holy Spirit. There's only one Spirit, and He distributes each gift to every person, just as he determines. It's the Spirit's prerogative who gets what gifts. Now, moving on into the rest of the passage, Paul again says that the gifts are given for the common good. In other words, the motivation for giving the gifts is that the ones that the gifts have been 
distributed to would use them for the sake of God's kingdom and not hoard them for their own uses and purposes. And then Paul goes into a description of the different kinds of gifts that the Spirit gives. He says, uh, to, to one, the Spirit gives a message of wisdom. And so that's the gift of insight into the Word of God and uh, insight into situations and scenarios. Uh, it's the spirit of wisdom. It's a, it's a godly gift that we see other characters in the Bible were empowered with. Um, and Solomon was given the choice of um, wealth and fame or wisdom, and he chose wisdom. Uh, Paul goes on and says to another, uh, a message of knowledge by the same spirit. Um, that is um, a, another uh, gift of insight and understanding. Um, have you ever had the experience where you had spiritual knowledge of a person's life situation, something they've been through or some challenge they're facing, and you knew very little about their situation? That's a gift from the spirit. That knowledge and insight um, is a gift empowered by the Holy Spirit. And it's one of the ways that we can identify that the Spirit is working in a person's life if uh, that gift is present in them. And um, that knowledge can be um, a powerful tool that God uses to uh, awaken people so that what comes next as you're talking to them is something that they sit up and listen to because you had that insight into their life and whatever the Spirit is putting on your heart to say to them uh, in relation to that, they're going to sit up and listen. Um, it's a powerful experience, and I've had that experience a few times with people in my life. Um, Paul goes on to another faith by the same Spirit. Uh, this is, this is uh, not just saving faith. This is uh, sort of extreme ultimate faith, um, faith that does not waver, faith that is unquestioning, um, not faith that just leads to salvation, but it's uh, faith in God that is um, remarkable uh, to another gifts of healing by that one spirit. Uh, some are um, empowered uh, to lift prayers of healing for others, and they're gifted to um, facilitate godly healing in a person's life. And that's a unique gift. To others, miraculous powers. Um, we see this in the uh, New Testament. And we see this in other settings where someone is gifted in a unique way uh, that does something miraculous. And um, uh, we don't see... Uh, those manifestations as much, I think, as the first century church did. But I believe that if the Bible teaches those gifts are present, then they are present and available even still. To another prophecy, now this could be foretelling, or this might be a word of exhortation or warning uh, to a group of pre people, but it is uh, a word um, that has uh, prophetic implications for someone uh, who hears it. It might be a whole community of believers. It might be one individual believer. Um, prophecy is less about predicting events and moments than about bringing a word ahead of the fact of something. 
and um, it's a foretelling of something that's coming down the pike for somebody, and um, it may awaken someone to go, oh my goodness, if I stay on this trajectory, this is what's coming for me, this is what I'm heading into, and uh, it gives a person an opportunity to repent and turn and seek the Lord's face and to ask God to redirect their lives away from this thing that they've been prophetically warned about. Um, And so it could be a warning, it could be a foretelling, it may not be a negative thing. It could be a prophecy about um, uh, a calling, uh, a ministry that one is being equipped for. And so prophecy has both the warning aspect and uh, an opportunity to bless and edify and encourage. Paul goes on and says to another, distinguishing between spirits. That's the spiritual gift of discernment. That's discerning spirits. Is this is this a, a spiritual work of God or is this the working of um, darkness? And so uh, distinguishing between spirits is that powerful gift of spiritual discernment. Is this the working of God or is this the working of the enemy? Um, and sometimes the enemy is crafty and wily and masquerades as an angel of light, as the Bible teaches. And it can be tough to distinguish um, when we're being set up by the enemy or when we're being led into something by the Spirit. But if it's of God, uh, it, it will never be something that creates fear. It will never be something that calls us into um, conflict with the Scriptures There will be peace in our hearts, there will be clarity, and there will be a sense of um, freedom to move forward with the yes of God alive in our hearts. And so uh, that is a powerful gift and a useful gift within the body. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. Um, As the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost, um, people heard uh, Peter's preaching in their own native tongue, and there was a powerful manifestation of tongues. Um, In some settings, tongues is used as a private prayer language. There are times when someone is gifted with a tongue to bring a prophetic message to a body of believers, and and in that setting, uh, there needs to be an interpretation of that tongue, and that's yet another gift. the expression of speaking in tongues is typically followed with the gift of interpretation of that tongue. And so um, the spirit is orderly. The spirit is not going to create a situation where there's disorder, where you've got hundreds of people speaking in different tongues and no interpretation of that language that's being spoken. Um, It can be a very intimate thing and it can be a very public and corporate thing. And when it's public and corporate, interpretation of the tongue is very important. We should question any expression of tongues that's not also followed with that gift of interpretation, unless it's uh, private uh, prayer or worship language that one has been gifted with. All of these, Paul says, work uh, of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. So, he kind of begins as he he ends as he began <laughs> um, that the gifts are all of one spirit, many gifts, but the same spirit um, and the spirit's prerogative determines who gets what gift. God knows your heart and he knows how he's created you with uh, certain abilities and talents, and he knows just how to gift you 
for his purposes in the world. And that's the key, is that the spiritual gifts that we're empowered with are for God's kingdom purposes, not for us to hoard for our own benefit and blessing, uh, but to use for the common good so that others can come to know Jesus and the kingdom can grow. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to study. And I pray that these words would be a blessing and encouragement to you today. God bless.